Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we're happy that the Lord has taken care of us all week long and brought us this far. It's not that we haven't had trials or temptations or situations where we needed to overcome and we needed answers and solutions from the Lord, but he's bringing us through those situations, you know. He helps us to overcome. In every situation, in every circumstance, and in, in, and in every trial, if we will just lean and depend on him. You know, it's important for us to remember Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. To trust the Lord, not our emotions, not our thoughts, not the circumstances, but to trust the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding. In all of our ways, every single decision, acknowledge him, submit to him, wait on his response, okay? In every situation, acknowledge him. Do what he wants done. Amen? And he will direct your path. Just open your mouth and tell him, Lord, I'm in this this pickle, I'm in this situation, and I'm looking to you for guidance and direction and answers and solutions. And I'm waiting right here till I get some. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you, love you, and I'm receiving your word. Amen. But you see, you've got to make the decision to do that and to get off that old system of uh, whining, bellyaching, and jumping to your own conclusions and deciding, well, I'll just handle it this way. God isn't training you to disobey him. He's not training you in self-will. He's training you to obey him. That's right. He's training you to obey him in every trial, every circumstance, every temptation, every situation, to stop relying on yourself and depend on him. Amen? That's what God's training you to do. So, of course, if you do it, great. If you don't, then you get to go around that mountain a whole lot more. Praise God. We understand this, don't we? I knew. We understand. You know, as many times as I've talked about this subject, uh, there are those of us who still uh, go back and forth whenever we get ready. Whenever it's convenient, we just go back to the old system. Well, God's not happy about that. Amen. God's not happy about that. In all, A-L-L, All of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct our path. But first, we must bind the devil and come subject to the Lord. It's mandatory. Humility requires it. Pride doesn't want to. God's waiting to see what you're going to do. Amen. So, this, by the way, so are the demons. They're waiting too. Don't forget that. Amen. 
Amen. So we know what to do. We've been taught, we've been trained, we just need to do it. Praise the Lord. When we do it, we get God's outcome. When we don't, well, we might not. Amen? So if during the week you did it your way again, thou needest to repent, praise the Lord, and get back on track. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And it's a great day in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I know as we uh, closed out our last fast, I'm seeing God move already and answer questions and show me things. And I pray that that's happening in your life too. I'm certain that it is. I'm uh, looking forward to many of you letting me know. I've had a saint write me and tell me about the storm, the hurricane that came through Florida. That saint was uh, standing in faith, believing, as we have taught you. And the trees weren't all blown down in her area. The storm came through, but it didn't tear the place up. So we want to give the Lord the praise for that. Amen? Amen. Storm came through, but it didn't rip the place apart. So isn't God good? Amen. No matter what the circumstances are, we can still walk in the goodness of God. We can still walk in the goodness of God. Other people might not want to cooperate with us, but we can still walk in the goodness of God. Amen? Amen. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we're going to stand here together in faith believing and forgive all the scorners, all the judgers, all of those who have judged us and judged us wrongly and thrown our name out as evil and called us liars and everything else they can think of calling us. We're forgiving them on purpose. Even if we've already done it, we're affirming that forgiveness right now. And we're placing those individuals in your hands that you might handle the situation as you see fit. We want to thank you, righteous judge, for your adjudications in those matters, and we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, there are always going to be those people that have too much to say. They've got way more mouth than God ever wanted them to use. And uh, some of us used to be those persons. So we can surely sympathize with the fact that they haven't got a grip on that yet. But we are also to be shining examples of what God can do when we actually obey him in those things. If you say, well, I don't know where to get started. The book of James mm-hmm, in the the Bible, right behind Hebrews, the book of James will help you tremendously get a grip on that. You know there are people who the minute they find out some news, they want to run tell it. It's like they've got a time bomb going off inside of them. They've just got to tell everything they know. You know what we used to say about those people? We used to say that they can't hold water. So if you've been one of those persons 
now is a good time to take an account of who you have been and to decide that that's not who you desire to to be, that you want to uh, honor other people's right and privilege to share their own news. You don't have to run tell everybody's business to everybody. It's not your place. Your place is to witness and to spread the gospel. But as far as other people's news, that's not your place. Amen? Amen. That's just not your place. So since it's not your place, you're going to stay in your lane and keep your mouth shut. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. Mm-hmm. So somebody tells you, well, I left the doctor, and um, we're going to have a baby. And there you are on the phone to everybody in the entire family tree to tell them everybody else's business. Well, guess what? That's not your place. Some things you actually do need to keep to yourself and let other people handle their news. They were they were thoughtful enough to share it with you. Be thoughtful enough to keep your mouth shut. Amen. God be with you. Amen. Find out that if something happens in between where they find out it's a mistake, it was the wrong it was the wrong result for the, the wrong person, you won't end up with your foot down your throat. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? And the demons will have lost that battle. Amen? And you don't have to go around for the next year apologizing to every single person and then trying to buy Christmas presents, trying to make up for what you had no business doing. Your budget cannot hold that kind of stuff. It's not designed to. Amen? Amen. So let us remember, when it's time to keep our mouths closed and let other people tell their business, let them do it. Amen. Praise God. I knew you had grown in that area. I just knew you had. Amen. A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet church founded in the love of Jesus Christ. And we are an international church. We welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom. And we encourage you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. And our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com. Even if you're on a cell phone, you may use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. If you're on a computer, as the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. MIC Radio Chat. Amen. MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Get. And then sign in using your name, one of those names on your birth certificate, and your greeting to the saints, and enter. It's that simple. Amen? If you're on a cellular device, 
Uh, use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, you will see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines. opens up all the other links to you. You may find MIC Radio Chat and proceed with the directions that way. Amen? Amen. So we're glad that you were able to join us. God bless you and keep you, and we pray that you will hear the Lord speak to you as you share in the celebration of his word tonight. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, you have a wonderful outworking for every situation, every trial, and every temptation that we face. You've already got the answer. We don't have to be brilliant and try to come up with every single one. You've got the answer. And you'll gladly share them with us when we come to you, trust you, and depend on you. So we want to thank you for that. We choose to receive your answers and solutions in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. We thank you. We ask you, Lord, to bless Brother Sam. He's growing. He's listening for your answers and solutions for his situation. And I'm happy to know that that's exactly what he's doing. Praise God. We're going to join him in that. We're going to ask the Lord to help improve his situation. Amen. Help to improve his situation. And we're leaving this in the Lord's hands. Why? Because God knows what he's doing. He knows the right way to handle everything. Amen. So I told Brother Sam that we would be standing with him in prayer and believing God for his very best. And that's what we're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. The Bible says, and ye shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. You shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we repent of all of our sins, all of our doubt, all of our fear, all of our shortcomings, all of our iniquities, all of our doubting. We repent, Lord, and we ask you to help us get our act together. Amen? We need your help. For every victory that we have, we thank you. For every could have been a victory, we thank you too. We thank you that we learn and we grow regardless. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we seek you with all of our hearts. We want always to seek you because we know that you will surely, we will surely find you when we seek your face continually. As we draw near to you, we know that you are drawing near to us. You are our God, and we will seek you early, Father. Our soul thirsts for you, and we desire to see your power and your glory revealed. Your loving kindness is better than life to us. Therefore, our lips will praise you, 
and we will bless you at all times. Our heart rejoices as we seek you. We will glory in your holy name as we seek you in your strength. Thank you, Father, for your promise that when we call upon you, you will answer us and show us great and mighty things which we do not know. When we ask, we will receive. When we seek, we will find. When we knock, it shall be opened unto us. O Lord, we give thanks unto you as we call upon your name. We will declare your deeds among the people, especially in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. Amen. Amen. We will sing praises unto you and will talk of all your wondrous works. We glory in your holy name, and our heart rejoices as we seek you. Therefore, we will seek you and your strength continually as we remember your marvelous works, wonders, and all of your words to us. Amen. Thank you, Lord God, for the joy and strength that we receive from seeking you. You are truly a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Amen. Praise God. Now, I know you're encouraged now. If you came home tired after a long week, I know you're encouraged in the Lord now. Amen. God is here to strengthen us, to heal us, to revive us, to show us the right way. Amen. Amen. Remember the disciples said, we want to go with you. And he said, you don't know the way. (laughs) Okay. So that's the truth. We have to depend on him. If we plan to get to heaven, we're going to have to follow him. There isn't any other way to do it. Praise God. There really is no other way to do it. We've never been there. And even if we have, we don't know how to get back. (laughs) Amen. So we have to depend on the Lord. And that's a good thing because he's strong when we are weak. He's strong in our lives when we are weak. And we have this tendency, being made of dust, to be weak from time to time. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So, Father, we want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for your mercy and grace. We want to thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. We want to thank you, Lord, that you're mending our minds and our hearts and our spirits. That's right. God does surgery on us sometimes. He goes in to heal. Sometimes he removes things that shouldn't have ever been there. And we've forgotten about it long time ago, but God knows that it's a problem. And he comes back to heal. He puts us back together, and we're better than before. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Father, for allowing us to walk in divine health. You are our God who heals all of our diseases, and by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we have been healed. Not just healed in our bodies, 
healed in our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, healed in our heart, healed in every part of our being, spirit, soul, and body. So we want to thank you for healing, Lord. We want to thank you for healing. Maybe we walked in kind of a crooked way before, but you'll come to heal that too. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You come to heal that too. And we know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You are our shepherd, and we will not want for any good thing. So we cast down all of those imaginations and all of those thoughts that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God, and we bring them captive. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We bind every thought. We bring them captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Father, I want to thank you for every saint that comes up to pray ahead of the broadcast, Lord, that we might have the wonderful broadcast that you planned for us to have. Thank you, Lord, for their willingness, for their obedience, Lord, and and their faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. It's such a blessing. Thank you. I can feel the difference. You know, Lord, how it has been for the past several years, even when Pastor Pat was here. You know all about it. You know what no one else knows. And it is a blessing when the saints come up half an hour before the broadcast and intercede on behalf of the broadcast. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the healing that you're doing in our bodies, Lord. Some of us can feel things that we haven't felt before. Some of us, you're going to bring us to the place where we'll finally let you deliver us from some things that have been there for a long time. Some of us are going to finally let you do, Lord, what you've been trying to get done for a long time. Amen. Pray that we humble ourselves and allow you to take us through the paces, put us through the process, whatever that may be, that we might become those trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord that you promised us we would be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we cast all of our cares upon you, Lord, every last one. Even the care that, well, Lord, okay, I don't know what else to do, so I'm going to cast this care on you. Even that care, we cast that upon you as well, Lord. You can handle it. Keep the word flowing through our lips, Lord. Help us to remember, because for some of us, this is a new discipline that we're being developed in, releasing the word of the Lord, releasing the scriptures out of our mouths the minute something starts to happen. Thank you, Lord. Remind us that this is what we're supposed to be doing. We give you praise. We give you glory. Finally, brethren, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things 
Amen. We do. Praise you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and satanic agendas, and we cancel all of those demonic assignments against the righteous in Jesus' name. Praise God. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers in Jesus' name. We bind those powers in the name of Jesus. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in our places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all traffic and reporting, sinners, watchers, peeps, whispers, trolls, familiar demons, electronic and digital and technology demons and their attacks, leviathan spirits, their attacks, brainwashing kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and the charmer and the seducer and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, mind controlled by the occult, force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching, spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks, designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Binding all targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, binding all 5G and components, everything coming from outer space, as we call it, uh, from any planet, from any uh, station on a planet, from any satellite, anything being beamed to us from any satellite, we deflect it back to where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. It'll find its proper source in the name of Jesus. Everything received from the cell towers or any other receptor here on the planet, thank you, Lord Jesus. And through our electronic devices, in Jesus' name, we bind the work of the devil. We bind the work of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We thank you, God, that you look over your people and you seek to bless us. You seek to bless us in Jesus' name. You seek to bless your people in Jesus' holy name. So, we bind our hypnotic and trans devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, Malaysian, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Arabian, Iraqi, all witchcraft on the continent of Africa bound in Jesus' name. Indonesia and Malaysia, the Philippines, Russia, all the states that made up the former Yugoslavia, we bind all global cabals in Jesus' name. We bind every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, shamans. Witch doctors in Jesus' name. We bind every group that makes up the Illuminati and all the other associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. We bind up their methodology, their plans, the outworking of their plans. With the sword of the spirit, we begin to hack away at the connections in their networks in Jesus' name. With the sword of the spirit, we begin to cut through the connections in their networks in the name of Jesus Christ. With the sword of the spirit, we begin to cut through connections in their webs. In the name of Jesus Christ. We command those connections to weaken. We command those connections to weaken. We command those connections to weaken and weaken and weaken and weaken and weaken and weaken until they are broken and destroyed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Magellan's attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind 
We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on any phase of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs and trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you completely in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you very much. We bind Mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, Confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools of anger in Jesus' name. We bind the fools' lies in the name of Jesus. We bind the carnal mind. We bind addictions and gluttony in Jesus' name. We break. Freemasonry curses, spirits of Antichrist, bondage, witchcraft, error, infirmity, rape, molestation, perversion, incest, unnatural accidents, sicknesses, idolatry, hatred, variance, dissensions, discords, disputes, quarreling, debating, emulations, envies, jealousies, strivings to excel at the expense of another, seeking to surpass and outdo others, wrath, fear, fierceness, turbulent passions, determined and lasting anger, strife, angry disputing, strenuous endeavor to equal or pay back in kind the wrongs done to one. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, Retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft attacks, 
through channeling and the, against the satellites, against, from the satellites against the website and the app. Returning to sender, all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and such in Jesus' name. All evil returned in Jesus' name. All Nigerian witchcraft returned. All indigenous witchcraft returned. All shaman and witch doctor witchcraft returned in the name of Jesus. All Chaldean witchcraft returned. All Spanish witchcraft returned. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts. Binding magic spells for love, money, protections, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding the cage, binding and caging Poseidon, and stripping him of his crown and his powers in the name of Jesus, transferring all of his powers to Jesus Christ, for power belongs to God. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the wickedness that Poseidon has done, and we send it back upon him right now in the name of Jesus. All of the wickedness that he's done over all the ages, we, we bind it together in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send it back upon him now in the name of Jesus. And all his retaliation. We send it right back upon him and all of his under other underwater evil friends. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We put them in the hands of God, the Holy Spirit. Even the demons from Atlantis. Every tropical storm. Every hurricane bound in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God still stands As in heaven, so in earth In Jesus' name Jesus said, peace be still We say, peace be still In Jesus' name We bind the trajectory of every hurricane That's out there in the name of Jesus Christ we disconnect it with the sword of the Spirit from the name that has been assigned to it in Jesus' holy name. With the battering ram of our Almighty God, we pierce right through the eye of the storm in Jesus' name. We pierce right through the eye of the storm in Jesus' name. Break it up, break it up, break it up, break it up, break it up 
in Jesus' name. Rula da de yasun de rebrike de idea. Rusula de yasura. Rakakuri kise de rebrisha de idea. Break it up, break it up, break it up, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Rula la de yakiri sise de rebrike. Runda de rebrisha de yasun de rebrike de idea. Sa riki. Ringe de rebrisha de yasura. Kihara de yasunda. Runge de rebrisha la de yasata. Rakakuri kisa. We throw Poseidon's crown to the feet of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, right along with Neptune. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, and Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic, spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, Poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We take authority, dominion, and power over the King of Pride, and we strip him of his kingship in Jesus' name, and we place him at the feet of of Jesus for immediate judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse. All trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind all false deities, Isis, On, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Kali, Apollyon, Zeus, Neptune, Python, Molech, Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilic, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. And we bind you all and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness and we send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, Pat and bow in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the brotherhood. We bind the lodge. We bind the craft. We bind the worship, the grips, Freemasonry, 
and all the works of the associated organizations and their pledges, vows, pacts, and sin in Jesus' name. We bind their intimidation in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their prayers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliation of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber, especially at the intersections, in the name of Jesus Christ, on the freeway, in the name of Jesus Christ, driving down any road, going down any path, moving through any means of transportation where we are the driver, in the name of Jesus Christ, or someone else is. We take authority, dominion, and power over demonic interference in Jesus' name. We return it to sender now in the name of Jesus Christ and forevermore. We bind the rituals of every secret society. Father, we bind the works of those who work to to bring honor to themselves. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. Serve and obey. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially every Christian that's being persecuted. Amen. That's being persecuted anywhere. And Uruka Rikisa de Abrusha Lady Sotarabriki. We are Rilaredio So, Rikisa de Abrisha Lady So. And we pray for all of the saints that have been left behind in Afghanistan or in any other place in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us, Father. Thank you very much for that promise. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred us, and we command them to be bound and leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free from them. 
We cut ourselves free from their garlands, their traps, their lures in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for uncovering the tactics of the enemy in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power, Father, over any spirit that comes to blind us, to deafen us, to make us less perceptive to what you're trying to show us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind dullness of mind in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves. Amen. We cover ourselves and our transportation, whatever that mode of transportation, if it's the subway, if it's the bus, if it's the train, whatever it may be, if it's a company van, whatever our mode of transportation may be, we cover our mode of transportation in the blood of Jesus. We take authority and dominion over all the interferences that could possibly take place, anything outside of God's will, and we bind it in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, intruders, of any kind, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, thing trying to get into our dreams, even frustration and anxiety trying to make their way. We thank you, Lord, that your angels watch over us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the mist. We thank you for your warring angels and their linking shields, Lord. We thank you for the praising angels that attend whenever we come together in your name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, most of all for your very presence in our midst because you promise us, you promise us, Father, that whenever two or three of us are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Anybody, Lord, that's still trying to get home from work, they haven't made it there yet, Lord, let the angels help them get there. Safely. Open up the roadway, Lord, so they can get on home and get there without any aggravation, frustration, or demonic interference in Jesus' name. Any witchcraft, any occult work that's been done in advance, ahead, to trap them, to hurt them, to harm them that is against them in any way. Lord, we thank you for your angels going ahead of time and destroying those works in the name of Jesus Christ, turning it to the sender in Jesus' holy Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over any demons that attempt to hitchhike with us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them. We chain them with eternal chains and darkness. We send them into the spiritual case and to the feet of Jesus for judgment and all their reinforcement. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. We pull out. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, punctures, puncture wounds, voodoo, witchcraft, 
anything, curses coming from the dark side, coming from the evil one, coming from his agent, coming from witchcraft, coming from the occult, in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it right back. We send it right back. It's not for us. We send it back in Jesus' name. We uh, destroy all ungodly silver coins, ley lines, soul ties, attached agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We cut ourselves free in the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy, we blow up, we tear down, we rip apart all the protections of any kind. And we thank you, Father, for melting those evil shields that protect the evil one. Thank you, Lord. Any kind of protection around shamans, globalists, witch doctors, nanobots, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and manipulators in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Liars. We pull down your protections in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the powers of every charm, vex, vex, hex, love spell, curse, charm, psychic power, voodoo, mind control, fetish, sorcery, sickness, magic, pain, torment, destruction, incense, and candle burning. Attacks in the private in Jesus' name. We send it back. All potions, all death spirits, all bewitchment, psychic warfare, ungodly blessings, evil chanting, and evil incantations, incense and candle burnings, crystals, hoodoo, root work, tribal rituals and sin. Every wicked curse returns in the name of Jesus Christ. Torment returns in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that you protect your people at all times. Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up every member of Miracle Internet Church to you right now. Wherever they need help and assistance, Father, we thank you for your abounding grace. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your abounding grace in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your abounding grace in the name of Jesus. Wherever a saint is in need of your assistance, Lord, or the assistance of the holy angels, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name. We return to sender spirits of hate. Bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, all of those evil works, bondage, heaviness, fate, fear, and hatred, intimidation, in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up all of our vehicles to you. We plead the blood of Jesus over them wherever they are, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that you continually protect them in the name of Jesus. If anything has gone wrong, Father, we thank you for fixing it immediately in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your answer and solution 
being right there on the spot, Father, in Jesus' name, that we might get going and continue to do your will in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We release in the name of Jesus Christ the fear of the Lord, faith, humility, strength, victory in spiritual warfare, abundant grace, and favor over all MIC members in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Take a moment, saints, and give the Lord some praise. Amen. Give the Lord some praise. Amen. God has a way of working it out. All of those things we tried to be worried about. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, tonight, uh, the Lord wants to remind us of some things. Yes, he does. Mm. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up to you all of those who have been hurt in the earthquake that hit Morocco. Rika, Rushanda Rabrike, Urisela de Yosunda de Brisha, Runga de Brisha de Yokurika, especially any Christian. Ruka de Brisha de Yokurigi, Irisida Rabroca de Brisha de Yosunda, Rebebeba Ruka de Brisha, Irisida Rabroca de Irisida de Manisha Ki. Rakuku recite la braku de reseta la bre. Erro con de la brecha de la brucote de la brecha de la dea. Rakako reseta la breca de la dea. Rica de la brecha de la dea. Father, we ask you to provide shelter for those that had to flee their homes in the name of Jesus Christ. Rala la dea son de la breca de la dea son de la dea. Rica de la brecha de la dea son de la Father, keep them safe in Jesus' name, especially the saints. Keep them safe, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. You see, saints, there are Christians in Morocco, by the way. And so we lift up our brothers and sisters in Christ wherever they are, wherever they may be in the world. Amen? The love of God does not have a limit. So, Father, we ask that you release your grace and the angels necessary to help them out. In Jesus' name. So tonight, thank you, Lord, our featured psalm is Psalm 42. Psalm 42. And our verse for meditation is found in Psalm 40. Psalm 40, verse 8. Psalm 40, verse 8. Our featured ebook is Curses to Blessings, Deliverance Bible Study. Amen. 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 So we're going to talk tonight 
about eternal backup, eternal backup. You know, we've talked about this subject uh, basically before. I've introduced this topic to you before. However, the Lord is desiring to go further. He wants us to clearly understand that he backs up his word and he watches over his word to perform it. He wants us to get that because some of us aren't getting it. Amen? So we're going to talk about a few things that we have discussed before. But the Lord wants us to get it, that he backs up his promises with himself. Amen? Amen. Some of us are still working on that. It's okay. That means we're trying to grow. Amen? It means we're trying to grow. We're we're reaching higher, and that's important. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Eternal backup. Saints, all of God's promises are backed with collateral, which is eternal. All, A-L-L, of God's promises are backed with collateral, which is eternal. Eternal means without beginning or end, existing through all time, never stopping. Now, saints, some of you have children in the home that do everything but sit down and listen to the word with you. I want to remind you, that it's the word of God that's going to keep them. Amen? Yes, you sit there and you talk to them about the Bible and about what God says, but they need to hear the word preached for themselves. See, they have to know Jesus for themselves. You can't inject him into them. Amen? They have to come to know the Lord themselves. They have to listen to the word being preached. They have to read the word. They have to fast and pray. They have to do the same things you're learning to do. So don't allow them to just do whatever they feel like doing instead of listening to the word. You see, they have to have a strong foundation in Jesus Christ to survive what's coming on the earth. And God is giving us what we need to survive. They must have it for themselves. So allow them to listen to the word, to participate in service, to get deliverance in service, and whatever else is needed. Amen? I know parents think that all they have to do is tell their children blah, blah, blah. But that's not the way God does it. All of us have to hear the word. All of us have to pray. All of us have to fast. All of us have to seek his face. Amen? All of us. And they have to learn how to do it. God forbid if for some reason you couldn't be there to do all the talking to them. Then what? Well, if they've been listening all these years, they've got a foundation of the word in them. Foundation of the word. 
to hold them when the storm of gender ideology and every other demonic thing comes their way. Because I guarantee you, it is coming their way. If they're still playing video games instead of listening to the word of God, they're going to go right along with the culture into sin and and bondage. So now parents, part of the problem we're having is that many parents have neglected their parental responsibility. They let their children, even at a very young age, do whatever they feel like doing. That's not training. They need to be trained at home. They need to learn the same discipline to sit and listen and receive the word that you're getting. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. There's too much parental slackness where parents do not discipline their children as the Lord would have them in a timely fashion. I'm not just talking about us. I'm talking about everywhere. Because if my parents were able to discipline me to do certain things, then you can discipline your child to do those same things. Children are still children. Amen? And when parents say no, the answer is still no. Amen? Amen. Praise God. All flesh is his grass. Praise God. Eternal means without beginning or end. Existing through all times, never stopping. Collateral in this sense means security given as a pledge for the fulfillment of an obligation. Collateral in this sense means security given as a pledge for the fulfillment of an obligation. So, all of the promises which God makes are reinforced with God's holy pledge to guarantee that he will keep his word. Praise God. God guarantees that he will keep his word. Amen. God guarantees that he will keep his word. And see, there are people that doubt that. Amen. There are people that go to church all the time and have gone to church most of their lives, but they still doubt that. Well, now, that that's not very good. Amen. It's just not good. The Lord performs the word that he speaks through the Bible. He tells us. In fact, I'm looking at one now. Amen. He said, therefore, the Lord, therefore, has performed his word that he has spoken. Amen. So. 
In Jeremiah, the Lord says, for I will hasten my word to perform it, form his word. What he says he's going to do, he's going to do it. And we need to remember that when doubt tries to creep in. Amen. So, under the old time system, which God set up with the Jewish people, the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of young cows could cleanse the people's bodies from sin. Now that we are under the new permanent system of the blood of Jesus Christ poured out on Calvary's cross, most certainly our hearts and lives must be changed. The sacrifice of Jesus' life frees us from the labor-intensive old system and makes us want to serve the living God. By the help of the Holy Spirit, Jesus willingly gave himself to God to die for our sins. No, not his own sins. He was without any sin at all or any fault. Jesus Christ provided a new system, a new agreement, so that whosoever will can partake of the goodness of God. Jesus rescues us from the penalty of sin, which we and they have committed. Now, we have already discussed how a will and testament works. When a person dies, they often leave a will, a list of things to be given away to certain people, not the whole wide world necessarily, but to certain people, person dies. We've talked about that. No one gets anything until it is proven that the person who wrote the will is dead. No one gets anything until it is proved that the person who wrote the will is actually dead. The will only goes into action after the death of the person who wrote it. It can't get started. It can't crank itself up till after the death of the person who wrote it. While the person is still alive, no one can use the will to get any of the things that were promised to them. So even in the old system, which God gave to the Jews, blood was sprinkled as a proof of Jesus' death. It was an example. It was a type. It was a foreshadow. So they could get the understanding of what God was doing for them. Amen? 
and what God would do for us. Amen. So when Moses gave God's people God's laws in the old system, Moses took the blood of animals along with water and sprinkled the blood over the book of God's laws and over all the people. The sprinkled blood was the go-ahead sign for the agreement between God and the people to begin. Amen. It was the signal. It was the go-ahead sign for the agreement between God and his people to begin. The item, all the things which were used for worship were sprinkled also. You know, we've read parts of that in uh, the first five books of the Bible already. Amen? So, when you read that part, that's what this is talking about. That's what this is talking about. We're trying to give you the sense of what's really happening there. You've read about all the sacrifices and At this time, they had to bring this animal for this kind of offering before the Lord. The next time, it's a grain offering. The next time, it's something else. Well, all of those things were putting the Jewish people through experiences, live experiences where they had to participate so that they could understand the tremendous price being paid to wash their sins away. Amen? Amen. They had to understand that it's it's not like what we think sometimes. All you got to do is push a button and that's it. No, not at all. And we have these scriptures to show us, to teach us, to illustrate, to explain to us that it took a lot, a lot to get us to the place where God could say, okay, now my son will die on the cross, and such and such and so on and so forth will happen. Amen? God had to work with people, and working with people can be a very, very tedious situation. Amen. So it took a long time to work with these Jewish people, with the Hebrews, with the Israelites. It took a lot of work. You know, earlier this week, we talked about how the Holy Spirit had to work with Cornelius and had to work with Peter and had to work with the Jews and had to work with this one and that one to get uh, the church opened up to the Gentile people. Well, the Holy Spirit's got a lot of work to do. He's got to work with us. He's got to work with other people that have been called aside to help us and to support us. There's a lot of work to be done. Amen? Amen. We keep praying for people to get saved, to get born again, to receive salvation. That's a lot of work because these people really do like their sin. 
they really do like their sin. Praise God, we know that. Amen. They really like their sin. So, we trust God to do his part in it. Amen? While we praise him and give him thanks for the outcome. So, we've we've talked about these things, that these items were sprinkled, and that over the old system, the people were cleansed by the sprinkling of blood. So as we can see, saints, without the shedding of blood, there is no such thing as forgiveness or remission of sin. Amen. Hebrews chapter 9, beginning with verse 14. Hebrews chapter 9, beginning with verse 14. Hebrews chapter 9, beginning with verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God? See, Jesus came to God without spot. Amen. Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. (laughs) For this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death, his death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the call might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Eternal inheritance. There's a promise of eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is a force after men are dead. It doesn't spring into action until somebody dies. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. That's why Jesus said he had to go away. It would be more beneficial for us if he went away. But he was sending a comforter, the Holy Spirit, that would lead us into all truth. Amen. As Christians, God wants us to be excited with anticipation, not indifferent or in spiritual dullness or bored, to follow the example of all those who have received what God promised them due to their strong faith and patience. For instance, God made a promise to Abram and then took an oath in God's own name. You know, when we go into the courtroom, we put our hands on the Bible, we swear to an oath to tell the truth. Well, there's nobody holier than God, nobody greater than than him. So he took an oath in his own name because there was no one greater to swear by that God would fulfill his promise to Abram to bless him 
to give him a son and to make him the father of a nation of people. Abram had to W-A-I-T. Abram had to wait. The flesh hates waiting. Right now, right now, right now, right now. 3G, 4G, 5G, right now, right now, right now. All right? No, you can't put your baked potato in the oven and wait 25 minutes. No, you got to have it in about four minutes in the microwave. And this kind of technology coming forth, although it's, it's very helpful to us, It's training our mind away from the way God designed us. We're supposed to learn the value and the the principles of waiting on God. And we have difficulty learning those things when every single thing has to be instant, immediately, and right now. We can't wait to hear from God. We can't wait uh, for the toaster to finish. We can't wait for the coffee maker to stop dripping. We can't wait for anything. We just got to have it all right now, right now, because we want it right now. Well, that's not the way God works. And if you're going to learn to live with God, to work with God, you're going to have to be prepared to wait on God, too. You see, our times and timing are in his hands, not our own. Well, how long do I have to wait, however long it takes? I remember when my niece was a little girl, and she was on the sofa with my mother. And I went to the family room, and I forgot what the discussion was about, but I told her that she would have to wait. And so she said, wait as if she couldn't stand waiting. Well, (laughs) she's an adult now, and I'm certain that some of that waiting she's had to do. Amen? We have become, due to the changes in our culture, such an impatient people, impatient. And we get angry and irritated and annoyed whenever something doesn't happen in the time that we think it ought to. But, saints, you have to train yourself out of that. You have to train yourself to wait. You have to tell yourself, all right, self, we're going to wait for this. We're going to wait. We're not going to find a shortcut and turn around the corner, no, we're going to wait for the light to change. You know, here in Florida, you can make a right turn at a red light. But there are times, especially when there's nobody behind you, that you need to learn to wait till the light changes before you make that right turn. We need to learn to wait some. We need to put little little, uh, exercises in our daily lives to help us wait. To help us wait, we need to learn that again. That virtue needs to come forth in our lives. 
You can't teach your children what's not in you. It's got to be in you first. And if God's got to answer your questions right now, right now, right now, right now, how are you going to teach them to wait on it? Let's be serious. That's just the truth. We can't wait for nine months to find out what surprise God has for us. No, we got to go get the pictures, and at least they ask you if you want to see them. But you know how it is. We have to have a cake with a reveal. Amen. It's just a real world. And we have to do what we need to do in order to to cooperate with God. We have to learn to cooperate with God. Amen. And to be happy about it. Amen. You see... God made a promise to Abram and then took an oath. And when God gave that oath, that was the end of that. When he gave his promise, that was it. It was a done deal. And see, some of us still don't believe that, that when God gives us his word on a matter, it's settled. It's settled in heaven, and it ought to be settled in us. Amen. So God gave Abram a promise to bless him, to give him a son, and to make him the father of a nation of people. But Abram had to wait, church. It didn't happen in 10 minutes. And God kept his promise in Isaac. And God did just as he said. God did just what he promised that he would do. Hebrews chapter 6. You're already in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 6, beginning with verse 13. Hebrews chapter 6, beginning with verse 13. Hebrews chapter 6, beginning with verse 13. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater He swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Somebody needs to highlight verse, somebody needs to highlight verse 15. Amen. Somebody needs to highlight verse 15 because God has given you a promise and you're getting real tired of waiting. Don't pretend that you, you've you never acted this way. Just be truthful and, and, and you'll be blessed. Amen? So I know everybody is highlighting verse 15 if you not, haven't already done so. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. So that's the end of the battle then. Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise, 
That's us. The immutability of his counsel means he doesn't change. He isn't wishy-washy. He isn't sometimey. He isn't here one minute and there the next. There's no change, no variation, no shadow of turning in him. To show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things, these unchanging things, in which it was impossible, highlight impossible, somebody needs impossible highlighted, in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a spring consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that's set before us. If you can't put your anchor down in God, just don't bother to put it anywhere. Amen? Amen. That is the truth of the word of God. So, saints, God is not a human to say yes when he really means no. He always does what he promises, carries out and fulfills. God carries out and fulfills all of his promises. Sarah had a baby at old age. She had to believe God for strength to conceive. She probably never heard of anybody having to believe God for strength to conceive at her age. But she had to get the job done. Amen. Amen. God carries out and fulfills all his promises. It does not matter how many promises are made. He is faithful and true, so we can praise him and give him glory for who he is. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 20. 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 20. For all the promises of God in him, in him, are yea and in him, amen. So be it. Yes, and so be it, unto the glory of God by us. can rely and strongly depend on God's promises to us. The will from God, that inheritance thing, that will, that testament from God through Jesus Christ is enforced because the testator died on the cross, and rose again. Because the testator of the will died on the cross and rose again. Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9, beginning with verse 16. Hebrews chapter 9. 
beginning with verse 16. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. That's the one who wrote the will. Somebody's got to die here. For a testament is a force after men are dead. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. It is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. So the testator has to die. Matthew chapter 28, the gospel of Matthew. Chapter 28, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, beginning with verse 5. Amen. I'll give you a moment. Matthew, chapter 28, beginning with verse 5. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. He isn't? No. He is not here, for he is risen as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Okay, he was gone. There wasn't anybody to see. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. Okay, those are your instructions. Let's get going. He's not here. See where he was laid? He's not here. So get quick now. Get to moving those feet and go tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead. And he's already gone ahead of you into Galilee. And you're going to see him there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When we realize that many of the things for which we are praying, have already been willed to us by God, our Heavenly Father, then we will pray with confidence. When we realize that many of the things for which we are praying have already been willed and bequeathed to us by God, our Heavenly Father, then we will pray with confidence. The scriptures which we have studied inform us that God wrote his last will and testament to spell out the inheritance to his children and that he has activated his will with his death on the cross. God was in Christ Jesus, reconciling the world to him. God was in Christ Jesus, 
reconciling the world to him. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Christ is Emmanuel. That means God with us, reconciling the world to him. To reconcile means to restore proper and pleasant relationship between those who have been separated. Amen? So, we understand these things, that the scriptures and the prophets prophesied. They talked about what God was telling them. They didn't understand it, but they would tell the people what God was saying, that a virgin would conceive and bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. Here, many, 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 many years later, God does it. God watches over his word, church, to perform it. When he gives his word, it's a done deal. I don't care how long it takes him to get it done, it's done. Amen? When we realize this, we will pray with more confidence, won't we? These scriptures have helped us to see this. Ministers, pastors, teachers explain the inheritance that God's will offers to his children. If you are a child of God, you are in the will. As you mature and are transformed to the image of his son, you can draw more of your inheritance here and now. When we study God's last will and testament, we discover all that he wills for us to have here and hereafter. See, God has made plans for us not only in this life, but in the world to come. If we don't study the Bible, we will live without most of the things God intended for us to live with. It is his intention that we have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. Amen. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life 
and that they might have it how? More abundantly. Jesus Christ died to activate this will here and now for us. The blood which Jesus offers is greater than that of animals because it is the blood which flows from Emmanuel's veins. This blood sanctifies, sets apart all of the heirs of God and makes them eligible to receive the inheritance spelled out in God's will for them. It sanctifies, sets apart to God, the total person, spirit, soul, and body. Now, you know, uh, saints, when we do the fast, we bind up our sinfulness, and we lose two scriptures in Leviticus over ourselves. It says in Leviticus 20, sanctify yourselves Therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. Then it says, and ye shall be holy unto me, for I, the Lord, am holy and have severed, severed you from other people that you should be mine. So we shouldn't be shummy. With certain people, you know which group I'm group of folks I'm talking about. Because God has called us out of those groups and out of those agendas and out of those plans and their destructive ends. You know, some of your old friends that you knew back when, you can't run with them anymore. They're not on the road of holiness. They're not on the king's highway. You can't run with them anymore. Amen? You have to be holy unto God. So, his blood offered once and for all makes us the heirs of promise and totally perfects us in terms of our divine purpose and place in the body of Christ. We allow this perfection to come about when we are obedient, obedient to his purpose for our lives. Our gifts, whatever gifts God has placed in us, determine our functioning and place in the body of Christ. Everybody thinks that they can place themselves where they want to be, and they can be what they want to be. No, this was a sign to you. Back at the foundation of the world, it's already been decided. When we use our gifts, whatever they are, to carry out God's purpose in the body of Christ, it makes us perfect in terms of our function and place in Christ. Learning obedience, learning obedience through service and sacrifice, through service and sacrifice, brings us into our perfection. 
You know, there's certain people that want every little dot uh, dotted and every little T crossed and everything just perfect, but you can't bring that. You can't make that happen. It's a work of the Holy Spirit in your life. It's a work of the Holy Spirit in your life. You need to yield to the Holy Spirit more. Amen. So it is this perfection or maturity, maturity, yes, growing up, maturity, yes, changing, yes, transforming. It's this perfection or maturity that enables us to draw our inheritance here and now. Jesus was willing to carry out the plans and perfect will of of the Father for his life. As a result, he was made perfect and became the author of eternal salvation for all of us who believe on him. When he was matured in his purpose, his position was perfected in heaven as Lord, Savior, and High Priest after the order of Melchizedek. When we receive him as Lord, he becomes our Savior, and he serves us as our High Priest in heaven. It is through his service as high priest that we receive all of the things promised to us in God's will. He delivers our prayers to the Father with the covering of his blood. As our Savior, he offers us the opportunity to become perfect or matured in terms of our divine function, purpose, and position in his body through our obedience to the condition set forth in God's will, we become empowered to be mature in our purpose and position in the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for this word tonight because we needed to understand some things. We needed to understand that he's not changing his mind. He's going to do just what he said he's going to do. We need to understand that our hope in his promises is not vain. It's established and founded in God himself. We need to understand that he's not, he, he doesn't change up like people do. Here one minute and gone the next. That's not our God. Amen? We need to understand that his word is truth and that we can stake our lives on it. Amen? Praise God. I'm so glad we came to this understanding. I'm so happy. That we got here. Amen. Yes, God intercedes for us. The the scriptures say the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus intercede on behalf of the saints. And we need it. Trust me, we do. Praise the Lord. 
So you're not alone. God is with you. He's in you. And he's ready to do miraculous things in your life. We're going to go to the phone lines for a moment. And uh, I see that we have area code 952. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Amen. Area code 952. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello? Wake up. Yes. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Speak into the phone so we can hear you. Can you hear me? A little better, but you got to talk louder. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. (laughs) All right. Well... I just wanted to ask God tonight to give me the motivation to continue doing what I'm doing and to get a right and peaceful mind and to just get my life in order and my life situated and to know that I am on the right track and that I am doing everything that I possibly can or that I need to try harder. All right. Could you be a little bit more specific? Okay, with my mental, I don't want to overthink any and everything anymore. I want to know that the next steps that I'm taking in my life are what I'm supposed to be doing and where I'm supposed to be at. Okay. Well, have you asked the Father for this in Jesus' name? No, I have not. Okay, that's why you don't have it. Okay. So, another thing with when it comes to no, prayer. We're right here. Hold on, back up. We're right here. You have not asked, okay. and that's why you don't have. So, if that's what All you right. want, you need to ask so that we can come into agreement with you. All right. Father God, I just want to know that everything that I'm doing is right and the right steps and that my future is on a positive note and that everything that's going on with me, I just don't want to overthink anymore. I don't want to constantly worry. I don't want to... Figure it out on my own. I just need help. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over the flesh. We bind the manipulation of demonic spirits of worry and stress and anxiety and fear and doubting and unbelief in the name of Jesus Christ. We command those demons to be bound in Jesus' name. We bind the temptation to second guess, third guess, fourth guess, fifth guess. And we ask you, Father, to help our sister to grow as she learns to obey 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. 
First Peter, chapter 5, and verse 7. She's going to learn to cast her care upon you because she knows that you care for her. She's going to learn to cast all of her care, the totality of her care upon you. It begins in verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Humble yourself. That means you're giving God the go-ahead to do it his way, not your way. Amen? Casting all your care, all your anxiety, all your worries, all your fears, all your doubts, all of that upon him, for he cares for you. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for your counsel and direction in her life. The word declares that the steps of a good person, of a good man, are ordered of the Lord. So you're giving the orders, Lord Jesus. Thank you for them. The Bible says you're our counselor, you're our wisdom, you're our righteousness. We ask you, Lord, to keep her in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. We ask you, Father, that if she goes to the left or to the right, she will hear this voice saying, no, go this way. She will hear from heaven. She will hear from you. And she will believe the scriptures that she learns in the word. She will look up 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 and 7, and she, it will become part of her prayer every day. And she will memorize them. She'll place the word in her heart so that she does not sin against you, Father. We thank you for leading her and guiding her. We thank you for directing her because the Bible says that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Help her to grow in her trust and dependence on you, Father. In Jesus' name, and we all said amen. Okay, what's the next thing? Amen. Amen. I didn't have what's any, the next? I didn't have anything else. That was it? Yes. Okay, so now you have to praise God all the time that you got the answer to your prayers, even when you don't see it yet. All right. All right. God bless you. We love you. Thank you so much. All of you. Love you too. Bye. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Area code 818. Hey, Pastor. Thank you. I'm calling for me at, well, and a lot for me today. He was hoping he could, uh, he would be out of his training by now. So, you know, um, you know, so he could but be here, but he can't. But, huh? What do you need? What do you need? Um, I need him to be delivered more. I need um, just answers, like, or help with certain things. Like, I was in an accident, and I was injured and stuff, and so everything goes well for that. Um, and also for somebody that's kind of um, – been stalking, which I told you about, and I am doing the um, 
you know, doing the the fighting, you know, the 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 war camp, the Bible camp stuff. I'm going through boot those, camp, and not, camp, right now he's been quiet. You mean boot camp? You mean boot camp? Boot you camp, mean boot yes. camp? Boot camp. I do. Yes, I finally I got all of them. That I believe is all of them. I, I got a bunch, and I'm going through them. And then, um, and so far, ever since I started doing that, the person made a mistake and accidentally started sending the stuff out with his own email. So it proves that I was right as who it was. And so far, he's been quiet since then. I, I guess he knows he's exposed. But um, so I'm praying for that, and just um, and just that things go well on these um, things that I'm on because I know God put me there. And then Lee is asking for um, he wants prayer because no, 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 he's struggling no, no, no. with. We're not doing okay. all of that. We're not doing Lee. Okay. We'll do Lee when Lee okay. is here. Okay, because Lee okay. has to be in agreement with whatever's said. So we're doing what you need right now. Okay, so I need that in the house. And, and I, I and I stopped. Um, I actually gained some weight. Like I've been doing the weight loss stuff, and I think it. I think I gained weight because of water weight from the injury, like you know, inflammation. But I just really want the weight loss to continue and to get you know um, to where I can get well again, to where I can you know act, you know I'm doing physical therapy and all that stuff, but I really want God to help me take to the next step, get the right shoes. Because I want to get out of this chair. You know, I'm in a chair and I want to get out of it. Um, just continues. And also protection. Because my daughter, um, I don't want to say too much, but like something happened. Um, where, and um, it was very terrifying. And thank God she's okay. You know, she's, you know, um, she has a praying mother that does spiritual warfare every morning. So I will attest, you need to, everyone needs to be doing warfare over their kids. You don't know how close Whoa. you can come to Excuse me. Isn't your daughter an adult? Yeah. No, I'm just saying I'm just praying. Well, I still do work for to ask God to protect them. Pastor's talking. Okay? Okay. Your daughter is an adult. She has a will. She knows about Jesus Christ. She knows about this broadcast. She knows we come on three times a week. She needs to be up here learning for herself. True. Thank you. She needs to, That's true. it's her turn that. to pick up the baton. Yes, you may pray for her, but it's her turn to get off her duff and pick up the baton and learn about Jesus and grow and do her own spiritual warfare. Amen? True. Amen. I, I won't argue with that. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift our sister before you. Uh, We lift up the accident and whatever happened there, and we ask you to heal her injuries in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you that the progression and the path you have for her are going forward in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you have a path and a way for her and that she she will find her way. She will learn to continue following you trusting you, believing you, and accomplishing as you bring her to each step in Jesus' name. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over her. So any spirits that set up this accident, we take authority, dominion, and power over them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We break their grip and hold in any portion of her life, Father, in the name of Jesus. 
We thank you, Lord, for the warring angels that are stationed around her father. And we ask you, Lord, to deal with her daughters, that they might come to the place where they are ready for you to deal with them. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. They've had many instances where they've seen you move on on their behalf. It's time for them to step to the plate and become committed Christians in Jesus' name. We give you praise, glory, and honor, and we thank you for all that you'll do, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. And we pray that Lee will be with us the next time. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. We love Amen. you. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Now, parents, you got grown adult children. You carried them in the womb. You've done all that you can actually do out uh, for them thus far. Yes, pray for them. But there comes a time when they have to come to Jesus Christ and begin to do their own spiritual warfare. Amen? That time comes, and when it comes, let them do it. Amen. Praise God. You know, you can't pay their rent forever, and you can't do all of their praying for them forever either. Praise God. That's just the truth. Amen. That's just the truth. Praise the name of Jesus. You can do as much as you can do, and then they have to get off their duff and do the rest. You can't go to work for them. Amen. You can't make them learn about Jesus. You can't make them seek his faith. They've got to learn. Amen. And if you try to take that away from them and and to do everything for them, they're never going to be strong in the Lord. Why? Because they're depending on you. You know there are parents that God took home prematurely because they wouldn't learn this lesson. They wouldn't learn to let their adult children make their own mistakes, learn about God, learn what to do, learn how to pray, learn how to seek his face. They kept doing every single thing for them. Well, that doesn't make them strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Every baby chick has got to peck out of his own shell, and yours are no different. Amen? Amen. You know, I know parents that have done every bit of their child's homework for 12 years, every project they had, the parent did the project. Every little thing that came up, the parent did this and the parent did that. The parent went to school again. At some time, they have to grow up. And you're supposed to help facilitate the process. Yes, that's right. There's some parents, they go to college for their children and help do their homework. Yes, they do. I know some of you went, no, but yes, they do. They buy their car, they buy their this, they buy. The child never learns to earn anything 
They don't have a decent work ethic because the parent does it all. Well, that wasn't ever God's plan. I wonder whose plan that was. Amen. Praise the Lord. I mean, they do absolutely, positively every single thing for the person to the point that the person doesn't ever really grow up. They're a crippled adult. Praise God. Crippled adult. And that's not good. Amen. That is not good. Amen. And they go around in life thinking that life's supposed to be something that it's just not. (sighs) We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. I'm going to start at the third one first. I'm going to skip one and two initially, and I'm going to start at the third one. We are request adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. As difficult as it is to run an independent media outlet, there's a company making it substantially harder. Its name is NewsGuard. The company claims to rate online content including from media outlets, for trustworthiness. But a closer look shows it does much more than than that. Its business model produces censorious pressure on news organizations. An investigation has revealed troubling questions regarding the quality of an agenda behind NewsGuard's offering. Founded in 2018, NewsGuard, dispatches its analysts to prepare reviews of online content creators and to issue ratings to help readers have more context for the news they read online. The ratings display as small badges with scores next to search results. That, however, represents only a small part of the picture. The bigger picture shows that NewsGuard most potent function stems from its relationship with advertising agencies, which have steered their clients to cut off advertising dollars for content creators disfavored by the company's analyst reviews. So as it so happens, corporate establishment-friendly media tend to receive high scores while independent media, skeptical of the establishment, tend to receive low scores, even if they adhere to high journalistic standards. NewsGuard presents itself as objective and nonpartisan. Its ratings, the company says, measure media quality on nine criteria including transparency of authorship and ownership and adherence to standard editorial practice, such as issuing corrections and labeling opinion pieces. In practice, however, most of the score boils down to whether the media uh, present content that is truthful according to, to NewsGuard's opinion. 
In other words, if you don't agree with their opinion, you get low, low scores. The first criterion specifically looks at whether the target repeatedly publishes false claims. Another examines whether it publishes news responsibly. But failing the first one means failing the second one, NewsGuard explains on its website. Yet another criterion is whether the target uses accurate headlines. Again, if the headline says something NewsGuard considers to be untrue, that counts as a failure. Another criterion looks for a policy regularly correcting errors or what NewsGuard considers to be errors. Together, these four criteria add up to more than 60 points of the 100-point score. Even if NewsGuard can't find anything to dispute, it can still dock points if the target doesn't sufficiently represent opinions the company would like to see. Such content providers egregiously pick, cherry-pick facts or stories to advance opinions, it argues. Meanwhile, at least 60 points are needed for NewsGuard to issue its rating of credible. This methodology becomes particularly problematic when NewsGuard itself is wrong on the facts. For example, during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, the company considered false the notion that SARS-CoV-2 virus was leaked from a lab in Wuhan, China. If a news outlet with a perfect score responsibly reported on the extensive evidence indicating a lab leak, it ran the risk of NewsGuard disseminating its score and falsely labeling it as unreliable source that severely violates basic journalistic standards. The COVID-19 origins issue was a rare case in which NewsGuard eventually issued a correction, though it only went as far as saying that the lab leak hypothesis couldn't be completely ruled out. While fact-checking others, NewsGuard apparently has its own opinions to advance. There have been many examples in which media outlets found themselves in NewsGuard's crosshairs for publishing views that question establishment orthodoxies on topics such as climate change, vaccine safety, COVID-19 restrictions, the Ukraine war, the World Economic Forum, and others. On these issues, NewsGuard seems to act as a guard of the establishment narrative demanding that content creators toe the line. I've had interactions with them where it was very obvious that they were anything but objective, said John Tillman, chairman of the nonprofit Franklin Foundation, which runs Newswire Service, the Central Square. More often than not, outlets poorly rated by NewsGuard tend to be on the right side of the political spectrum. The news research media, conservative media watchdog, reported that NewsGuard gave left-leaning outlet scores 22 points higher on average than right-leaning outlets. The 2021 report was based on a review of NewsGuard's rating for more than 50 major news outlets sorted for left or right bias by all sides, a company that measures media bias based on blind studies of content 
and editorial reviews. NewsGuard criticized the MRC report, saying it cherry-picked the outlets for the study and that the sample was too small. MRC retorted that the list included all news outlets reviewed by all sides. When MRC repeated the study in late 2022, the disparity had increased to 25 points. Unlike the major fact-checking organizations, NewsGuard at least lives up to its name in that it's a guard for the left news. Matt Palumbo, researcher for conservative podcast The Dan Bongino Show, writes in his news book, I hope I hope I didn't crucify his name too badly, fact-checking the fact-checkers. In November 2019, the news guard contacted, contacted the website Real Clear Investigation and questions its use of anonymous sources to reveal the alleged identity of the whistleblower who initiated the impeach, impeachment of President Donald Trump. RCI responded by asking NewsGuard if it was reaching out to the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, NBC, or BuzzFeed to question their use of anonymous sources. The NewsGuard reportedly didn't respond. When conservative education platform PragerU was slapped with a red label by NewsGuard, PragerU CEO Marissa Strait attempted to rectify the situation in good faith, she said. We really believed it was a mistake, she told PragerU, founder Dennis Prager, during an interview in his podcast. In response, she received basically a list of demands, she said. NewsGuard wanted PragerU to stop criticizing the COVID-19 lockdown policies, stop questioning the safety of the COVID-19 vaccines, Stop talking about any COVID-19 treatments not endorsed by the government. Stop questioning the seriousness of climate change. And the list went on. Part of their demands were basically dictating to us what kind of content we were allowed and not allowed to share, she said. NewsGuard also demanded a list of PragerU's donors. Dun, 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 dun. Now, you know that's really none of their business at all which the nonprofit refused to share out of concern that the donors would be targeted. They want to smear these people. That's the only reason they want their names, Mr. Prager said. Ms. Strait did try to make changes to satisfy some of NewsGuard's demands and to see how it would respond. The goalposts kept changing. Every time we would make a change, they would want more changes, she said. When Prager, you commentator... Amala E. did a podcast questioning the motives of the World Economic Forum. NewsGuard demanded that the video be taken down, Ms. Strait said. In Mr. Prager's view, NewsGuard lacks respect for the pursuit of truth through differences in opinion. I still haven't noted what did we say that's misinformation as opposed to an opinion on which honorable people can differ, he said. The bad rating caused PragerU's video hosting provider, JW Player, to abandon it, Ms. Strait said. PragerU has since launched an online petition against NewsGuard. 
They are powerful in a very bad, malevolent, malicious, destructive way, Mr. Prager said. NewsGuard has argued that its process is fair because it reaches out to the rated outlet for comment and includes the comments in the rating write-up. Yet, based on PragerU's experience, it appears that this practice may well be a mere formality and whatever arguments the outlet presents don't affect the final rating. Sooner or later, it seems, the targeted outlet simply give up and write off NewsGuard from that point on. Anthony Watts and Charles Rotter run up, run Watts up with that, wattsupwiththat.com, a blog for content skeptical of the narrative about the catastrophic consequences of climate change. In their view, NewsGuard is not acting in good faith. They are purposefully focusing on destroying the credibility of websites they don't like. A fellow with Heartland Institute said earlier this year, NewsGuard staffer Zach Fisherman reached out to Mr. Watts about several articles. One mentioned that the arrest of climate activist Greta Thunberg was staged. Mr. Fishman took issue with that, saying it was a real arrest. But Mr. Watts explained that he was talking about the manner in which Ms. Thunberg was arrested. A video circulating online showed that the police officers arrested her, arresting her was posing for pictures, holding her while she was smiling and laughing before they led her away. It boils down to a disagreement with the reviewer, Mr. Watts said. These, they apply these sort of credentialist straw man games, Mr. Rotter said. It's like we found this study that contradicts what this person said, therefore you're wrong. But even if what Mr. Fishman found were real errors, it seems too minor to impeach or call into question the credibility of the entire blog, which NewsGuard did. Mr. Fishman brought to Mr. Watts' attention three or four articles with claims he was able to contradict. But the site has posted tens of thousands of articles. NewsGuard itself suggested its ratings shouldn't be a reflection of the factuality of a small number of specific pieces of content. Our ratings do not mean that a site with a poor rating will never get a story right or that a site with a strong rating will never get a story wrong. Matt, whatever his name is, general manager said. NewsGuard argued that what it looks that what it looks at is journalistic criteria. When it points out errors, are they corrected? But Mr. Watts wasn't refusing to correct errors. He believed those weren't errors to begin with, but rather issues of legitimate disagreement and opinion. These people are like robots. It's very difficult to actually have a discussion with them, Mr. Rotter said, according to Mike Ben former head of the digital desk at the State Department and now head of the Foundation for Freedom Online. NewsGuard is part of a broader censorship industry that has emerged over the past six years or so. The industry players aren't primarily partisan, he noted, but rather pro-establishment. Leaning outlets can receive high NewsGuard scores as long as they follow the establishment's narratives on specific topics. Sounds like communism to me. 
The industry was born in response to the wave of populism that has swept the West since 2015, starting with Brexit and the election of President Donald Trump and continuing with the rise of major populist leaders in other countries, including Marine Le Pen in France and Salvini in Italy, Mr. Benz explained. The establishment blamed online media, including social media, for citizens voting the wrong people into power, he said. From the 1940s until the present, there has been this bipartisan conception of foreign policy, he said. There is this uniparty axis that has been broken apart by the rise of free and unfettered news online that was growing to such popularities that the gatekeepers of national security state aligned media such as the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the majors like CBS, ABC, NBC were now no longer the dispositive forces on elections around the world, particularly in the United States and across the EU. So that means the majors that have been lying for, for decades to us, they were losing their popularity and people weren't paying them any attention. They were going online looking for their own news. NewsGuard basically grew out of this soup in 2017 as the national security state and various opportunists on both sides of the political aisle, and particularly neoconservative wing of the GOP and pretty much all of the Democratic Party except the anti-war left, joined together with various elements of the national security state, including the Pentagon, the State Department, and the intelligence services, to come up with basically a plan to end the popularity and availability of alternative news online, to end the popularity and availability of alternative news online. We have a First Amendment. It's part of our Constitution. Mr. Tillman reached a somewhat similar conclusion. What they're really trying to do is to control information flow, control information flow, because they don't like the democratization of information, he said. NewsGuard's advisory board is littered with pro-establishment figures. Its more notable member, General Michael Hayden, former head of the CIA and the NSA, an apex predictor, predator, excuse me, of the national security state, as Mr. Benz put it. Mr. Hayden's Twitter account shows blatant, even over-the-top disdain for President Trump and his supporters. One tweet he shared likened Trump supporters to the Taliban terrorist group. Another likened Trump supporters to Nazis. Yet another call for the ouster of prominent Republican lawmakers, including Senator Ted Cruz, Representative Mike Getz of Florida, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, and others. Other news Guard advisors include Anders Fogg Rasmussen, former Secretary General of NATO, A. Duncan, former Education Secretary under the Obama administration, Don Bayer, former Clinton White House spokesman, Tom Ridge, the first head of the Department of Homeland Security under President George W. Bush. 
Last year, NewsGuard was promoted by the World Economic. Its reach extends beyond American borders to Canada, Australia, Europe, and increasingly other parts of the world. With an apparent goal of global ubiquitous coverage, its ratings are also utilized by other parts of the censorship industry, such as researchers and operatives, including those funded by the U.S. government who are developing tools to detect and challenge disfavored views online. Talking about the dangers of misinformation in its 2022 white paper, NewsGuard said that researchers using NewsGuard source reliability data found that anti-establishment networks disseminated content from a large number of NewsGuard red-rated sites during the German federal election in 2021, proliferating anti-vaccination, anti-lockdown, and anti-climate protection content specifically. The company presents its product as giving more power to its users. The objection is not to preclude access to any news content, an approach that would conflict with our nation's free speech principles, but rather to empower readers with additional information on the source and reliability that content as they consume and or share it. Read a 2018 release announcing Microsoft with NewsGuard. The company often describes its rating as a nutritional label, merely providing the public with useful data. But in the opt-in model where customers have to pay to subscribe and download an app or an Internet browser extension seems to have hit a popularity wall. Its Chrome browser extension has less than 40,000 users, according to Chrome Web Store, and its iOS app sports less than three-star rating from fewer than 80 reviews. About half of the reviews are one-star from people complaining about the app's functionality and bias. Yet NewsGuard maintains a staff of about 100 and, according to its website, is hiring continually. Its analysts get paid 70000 to 80000 annually, according to Glassdoor. Based on these financial figures, individual user subscriptions would appear to only cover a portion of the company's running expenses. Mr. Krovitz acknowledged in a 2021 opinion article that while people can subscribe to NewsGuard on their own, they more commonly get access through companies and other entities that license the ratings and labels and provide them people in their network. That indeed appears to be its business model. More than catering to the public, the company seeks corporate and government clients. By all accounts, it's managed quite well on that front. NewsGuard reached profitability in 2021 thanks to licensing deals with advertisers and other firms that use its ratings, CNN reported. The company landed its partnership with Microsoft in August of 2018 before it even launched its product. It's not clear how much the deal is worth. Microsoft made the NewsGuard plug plug-in available for free to all users of its web browser, Edge. The mobile version of the browser even included the ratings functionability by default, though it was left up to users to turn it on. 
It appears that the mobile version was scrapped sometime in 2021. In addition, Microsoft also sponsors News, NewsGuard licensing for libraries. We've been able to get our news reliability ratings tool into more than 800 public libraries where 7 million public library patrons use NewsGuard when they go to the library for their broadband access. And we're already being used in dozens of public schools and universities as well as independent schools. So they want to control the information that people receive, Mr. Brill said. In a January 2022 press release, the release announced NewsGuard's partnership with the American Federation of Teachers, the second largest U.S. teachers union, which licensed NewsGuard subscriptions for all of its 1.7 million members. The AFT is a major political lobby for various progressive causes and a large source of campaign funding for the Democratic Party. Would you believe it? Well, believe it. Amen. Amen. In 2021, NewsGuard received nearly $750,000 Pentagon contract for a project called Misinformation Fingerprints. NewsGuard also applied for funding from DARPA, the Pentagon's military technology investment arm, according to information on the LinkedIn profile of NewsGuard's former project manager. It's not clear whether the funding materialized. In addition, the company at its launch secured $6 million from about 20 investors. is EYK Van Orderloop co-founder of a $1.3 billion investment fund and former owner of Chemonix International, a development consultancy that has derived almost all of its revenue from U.S. foreign aid grants and contracts, worth more than $14 billion since 2008. Mm -hmm. I smell a rat. Government monies to Chemonix Increased from about 400 million in 2015 to more than 900 million in 2016, 1.6 billion in 2017, peaking above 2.2 billion in 2022, according to USAspending.gov. Chemonix employs consultants to travel the world to set up development programs for diversity, equity, and inclusion, fighting climate change managing sustainable development, and strengthening systems of democratic government governance to ensure accountability, justice, and inclusion. Woo! Populist political movements commonly reducing or even abolishing foreign aid, which, given the company's historic revenue sources, would likely devastate Chemonics. The company transformed to employee ownership in 2011, but Mr. Van Otterloo remained on its board until 2019. It's not clear how much Mr. Van Otterloo invested in NewsGuard. NewsGuard's top operative investor is Publicus Group, the third largest ad agency in the world. Publicus, and I'm probably crucifying that, but whatever. It'll just have to die on the cross. Involvement appears to be central to NewsGuard's modus operandi. In fact, 
The chief technical officer, Steve King, sits on NewsGuard's board of directors. Publixit it has counted among its clients giant corporations including Disney, Verizon, Bank of America, and Pfizer. Moreover, a major part of the retail industry uses its products to manage advertising. Four out of every $10 in retail goes through platforms we manage. The executive director of the company's digital transformation subsidiary said, NewsGuard also has cultivated affiliations, partnerships, or licensing agreements with other top advertising houses in the world. Woo. <sighs> By meshing itself in the advertising industry, NewsGuard has positioned itself to steer advertising spending, a major source of income for the media industry, which is how they um, they push these little smaller groups that actually tell truth out. They steal funds from them. NewsGuard has positioned itself to do that. Corporations commonly hire ad agencies to place their ads. NewsGuard, in turn, through its rating systems, tells the agencies which media outlets are and which are unsafe to advertise on. This leverage weighs heavily heavily on smaller independent outlets that often depend on programmatic or automated advertising. They offer ad space on platforms that sell it in bulk. Ad agencies or individual advertisers then pick which ad spaces to buy based on audience data. Usually, oops, the process is automated, and when ad agencies insert the NewsGuard filter in the middle of the selection process, small independent outlets disfavored by NewsGuard's ratings won't sell their space. Large corporate media, on the other hand, can be virtually immune to poor NewsGuard scores even if they receive them. They are themselves immensely valuable clients to the ad agencies and can negotiate with them directly. MSNBC, for example, had its NewsGuard score slashed to 52 last year. It stood at 57 as of July 25th. That would land the Comcast-owned cable network in the misinformation bucket but there's no sign that it has been blacklisted among advertisers. And its ad revenue dropped more than 8% in 2022, but that seemed to have more to do with its ratings cratering by 21%. Okay. So from this point on, there's quite a bit more that you can read. Amen. Amen. So I'm going back to the top. And you can finish reading that as you desire. Praise the Lord. We thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on every aspect of the news article. Thank you. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Republican efforts to ban mass mandates amid a revival of what some call COVID-19 hysteria, was dealt a blow in the Senate on Thursday as Democrats blocked a request by Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio 
for floor consideration of a bill that would have prohibited federal masking requirements. Called the Freedom to Breathe Act, the bill introduced by Mr. Vance would stop any federal official, including the U.S. president, from implementing mask mandates through the end of next year. The measure would also prevent airlines, schools, colleges, public transit system from refusing services to anyone not wearing a mask. His proposal comes as COVID-19 cases are on the rise, leading some institutions to reimpose mask mandates and sparking concerns of another tidal wave of COVID-19 restrictions. Mr. Vance said earlier that he would try to force floor consideration of his bill and speaking on the Senate floor on September 7th made a case for its passage. All of us have lived through the failed experiment of mandatory masking. He said, today I want to ensure that we do not subject the American people to this tyranny again for the sake of nothing, Mr. Vance continued, adding that seasonal upticks in endemic respiratory viruses like COVID-19 are normal and no cause for alarm. They shouldn't cause panic from our leadership or our country, and they shouldn't cause us to reimpose a policy that has failed time and time again, he added calling previous policies of mandatory masking a failure that had very few benefits compared to the cost. Mr. Vance called for expedited consideration and unanimous passage of his bill under a process known as unanimous consent. Under the unanimous consent process, the usual lengthy debate and formal vote process on a bill is avoided by obtaining agreement from all senators meaning a single objection can sink the effort. Mr. Vance's proposal for his bill to be passed by unanimous consent failed as Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts objected, asking the measure. Speaking on the Senate floor, Mr. Markey claimed the bill would hamper pandemic response efforts and would hamstring public health experts who guided our nation out of the pandemic. That man is telling a lie. It makes no sense to put limits on how communities and individuals can protect themselves. This bill is a red herring. It's a false debate, Mr. Markey continued, adding that it should be up to local public health officials to make decisions about measures like mask mandates. If in the the opinion of public health officials, strategies can be adopted using masks that reduce the likelihood that more will die, We should give them the freedom to make those decisions, Mr. Markey added. His objection blocked expedited passage of Mr. Vance's bill, which was an outcome his office warned about in a press release on Wednesday. Any floor objection to Senator Vance's unanimous consent request would amount to a clear admission that Democrats intend to reimpose mass mandates in the near term, his office said. Responding to the blockage of his bill, Mr. Vance said in a statement that the move reveals an appetite on the part of Democrats for a mass mandate comeback. Democrats have sent a clear signal to the nation that they support the return of mass mandates. Besides Mr. Vance, a number of Republican lawmakers and figures have voiced their displeasure with reports showing that some businesses are reimposing mass mandates. In recent weeks, a handful of hospitals have started to reimpose mandates though some have required masks for only staff while exempting patients and visitors. Responding to the speculation that it could be bringing back mandates on public transportation 
or in federal offices, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, said recently that it has no immediate plans to update its guidance on mask wearing. Anyone may choose to wear a mask in crowded or poorly ventilated indoor areas, including on public transportation and in transportation hubs at any time, a CDC spokesperson said on August 29th. The agency also does not have any mandates in effect, and the CDC's advice for individual and community actions around COVID-19 are tied to hospital admissions levels, the spokesperson added. While the spokesperson didn't specify what hospital admissions levels might trigger a guidance update, the hospitalizations increased 15.7% for the week ending August 25th from 15,050 to 17,418, according to the latest data from the CDC. Senator Rand Paul, a trained physician who has been opposed to COVID-19 mandates of any kind, said in a recent interview that masking is more about control than anything else. They have always had utter disdain for the working class, utter disdain for the regular folks, he said. If you don't have a Ph.D., they think you're not smart enough to make your own health care decisions, he added. So they have a great deal of love and inspiration that comes from the central authority and big government making decisions, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene said in a recent town hall event that she won't for a federal budget that included COVID-19 mass mandates or other related rules. That is over. She said during an August 31st town hall in Floyd County, Georgia, even Joe Biden said it was over. Carrie Lake, a rising GOP star, ran for governor in Arizona. And on the X platform, formerly known as Twitter, that I will not comply with any new mandates or lockdown while suggesting that others do the same. We won't give up our freedoms again. No more tyrannical vaccine or mass mandates. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning gun safety manufacturer Liberty Safe announced changes regarding the storage of customer access codes following backlash for handing over data to the FBI. Hmm. On September 6th, Liberty Safe confirmed that it was contacted by the federal agency on August 30th, requesting access codes to the safe of an individual for whom they had a search warrant. The company subsequently complied with the request, triggering the online backlash. Liberty Safe later announced new measures to protect consumer privacy. Really? Effective immediately, existing customers can visit the website removal and fill out the form to have records of their access codes expunged, the company posted on a September 7th statement. In the coming weeks, we will will be releasing a feature that gives every new customer this option when registering their safe. We have also revived our policies around cooperation with, revised our policies around cooperation with law enforcement. Going forward, we will require a subpoena you mean you didn't have one before, that legally compels Liberty Safe to supply access codes, but can only do so if those codes still exist in our system. 
The safe for which Liberty revealed the code belonged to a 34-year-old Nathan Hughes of Arkansas. Mr. Hughes is charged with felony, (coughs) civil disorder, and misdemeanors related to the January 6th Capitol breach. More than 1,100 individuals have been charged in relation to the incident. Liberty's decision to hand out safe codes to the FBI has come under intense criticism online. Your guns are not safe in a Liberty safe. Return them immediately. Cancel any orders. They will give your passcode to the feds. Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA founder, said in September 6th post on X or Twitter, whichever name it has this week. Conservative commentator, Rogan O'Hanley, who goes by the handle D.C. Drano, also commented, if Liberty Safe had even one brain cell of common sense remaining in their entire company, they would profusely apologize for giving the feds the passcode to their customer's safe, cover all his legal fees, cover the legal fees of anyone else they did this to, and swear they'll never do it again. Mr. O'Hanley said in a September 6th post, Liberty Safe missed a huge opportunity today. Tuber Matt Wallace said in a post, their sales would have exploded if they had told the FBI to off and posted that publicly. Instead, they gave back-end access to a J6 protester's gun safe who is being targeted by a corrupt DOJ. Now they will face the consequences. In its September 6th announcement, Liberty said that the company protocol is to provide access codes to law enforcement if a warrant grants them access to a property. After receiving the request, receive proof of the valid warrant, and only then did we provide them with an access code, it said. The company has denied requests for access codes without a warrant in the past. We do not give out combinations without proper legal document legal documentation being provided by authorities. In the latest update, Liberty Safe said that it maintained a secure database of factory set combinations. The practice is aimed at helping customers in case they lose their original combination. The company claims that it processes more than 4,000 such requests annually. With a newly announced policy allowing customers to have records of their access funds, such backups will not be available. We understand that many of our customers are willing to assume responsibility for safeguarding their own combination. While those who opt out of our data storage process will have limited recourse in case of a locked combination, we respect their choice and are here to support them in the way that's best for them. According to Mr. Kirk, Liberty Safe was sold to a liberal investment firm called Monomi Capital Partners in 2021. And um, it went on to tell you, other than, I think we can make it through this part. I pulled the FEC reports on the company and found approximately $400,000 over the last 10 cycles of max donations to Democrats he said in a post, September 7th post. Liberty Safe's current CEO, Justin Hildebrand, was a founding partner 
of Monomoy and donated $4,600 to Obama for America. And we're supposed to be surprised they betrayed their customers to the FBI as quickly as humanly possible. Boycott Liberty Safe, the individual arrested by the FBI, Mr. Hughes, is a small business owner from Fayetteville, Arkansas, according to conservative comedians. The Hodge Twins. Mr. Hughes is a friend of ours who has a family that relies on him, the duo said, in a September 5th post. The FBI raided and arrested Mr. Hughes at gunpoint. His girlfriend, who recently had a miscarriage, was also held at gunpoint and put in handcuffs, they wrote. The FBI turned off his security cameras, unplugged his Internet, and flipped his house upside down in a search. The feds called the manufacturer of his gun, Liberty Gun Safe, and got the passcode to get into it, too. All for the protesting at the Capitol over two and a half years ago, the Post said. He is being charged with crimes related to January 6th. He didn't assault anyone. He didn't vandalize anything. He is being labeled as a domestic terrorist and a traitor to his country by woke leftists in the media. They talked about the partisan divide in the country and people being victimized by the system. BLM and Antifa can go burn down our cities and get off the hook, but Trump supporters get raided and rounded up for protesting. Nate is just like us. He's an outspoken American patriot. He loves freedom, loves his country, and would do anything to preserve our rights. He's been fighting to save our country for years now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So there you have it, saints. Woo. It's a real world, saints. It's a real world. Amen. It's a real world. Brother Marshall, we're ready to pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. That's what the book says, right? Beginning of uh, Luke 18. So, Father, we come boldly before your throne of grace because Jesus paid the price that we could do so because he poured out his soul, his blood for us. You said the life of the flesh is in the blood in Leviticus 17, 11. I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. That's for the whole family. Make an atonement for your souls. But it's the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. We plead that blood over all the descendants, every the family members, every believer, and all those involved with uh, Miracle in that church that have come to that relationship with casting all of our cares upon you, Lord Jesus, because you care for us because we can't save ourselves. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved but the name of Jesus, which means what? means Savior. And why is that name so important? Why is that name so vital? Well, that was the name God chose for this Emmanuel, this little baby that was born in the time we call Christmas. Some people say he might have been coming in the fall. At least, whatever. Anyway, we don't know the details. The Lord knows everything. <laughs> You're the only one who knows my heart, Lord. So we come before your throne of grace, Father. We ask for your intervention, adjudications for all these different items the Pastor Sabrina has just read through. And we thank you for doing so because of what Jesus did. Even as you gave him that name that's above all names, even as you told his mother, Mary, when you spoke to her by your angel, Father God, in Luke one thirty and following, the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Boy, we all need to find favor. 
And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, shall call his name Jesus, which means Savior. And he shall be great, shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob for a couple of weeks. Oh, a, a couple, a couple of millennia? No, forever. Out of his kingdom there shall be no end. It says in Luke one thirty-three of his kingdom, he's the king of the kingdom. There shall be no end. He is known as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. In Jesus' name, and we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for teaching all of your children, even as you did in the book of Revelation. Out of his mouth, whose mouth? Jesus' mouth, the Savior. Out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it shall smite the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. He shall tread the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. In verse 15, verse 16, And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. He's above every king, above every ruler, above every potentate. He's the potentate. He's the ultimate ruler. So we come before your throne of grace, Father, because God is to judge himself. You've given Jesus that power to make these decisions, Father God, for all these things. With Satan, you're bound every one of your underlings. You're bound, named and not named, coming against all those standing for the truth. The little guy. And we thank you, Father, even as you heard uh, Dagmar's prayers. Even as many of us have prayed according to Psalm 103. Even as you told us to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your gates with praise. Even as Kevin reminded us recently, Father God, from Psalm 100. But Psalm 103, particularly verse 6 says, The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Not just Dagmar. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. The little children, that their parents were misled, and they gave them to coyotes to bring across in the United States, and they're working in, maybe in better situations, working in slaughterhouses in the wee hours of the morning. It's better than being a sex slave. But, Father God, Father, we ask you for intervention, adjudication, particularly for all these interventions that Pastor Green has just read through, including this, this so-called news filter organization that's so deeply connected, Father God. I think she said the head of it, the guy had been the head of the CIA before or something that's associated with it anyway. We thank you, Father God, for the intervention of the righteous judge concerning NewsGuard and how they're managing to squash the ability to people to find out what's really going on unless they go to totally alternative news sites than the conventional things. So, Father God, we ask for intervention on all of these, Father, and we thank you for doing so. And the other items, Father God, when at least... This uh, this bill that uh, what was his name, Mr. Vance, proposed the Freedom to Breathe Act, which is a really nice name for it, actually. Uh, they said, oh, they don't want people to have that liberty. Uh, God, it says in the Constitution, Father, the Constitution is our forefathers came up with who were believers in Jesus, just this nation. I know there's a mixture. I know some were Masons. But, but generally this nation was founded as a Christian nation, Father God. Some people don't consider Roman Catholics to be Christians. Some of them do. But you're the only one who knows every one of our hearts, Father God. But the founding nation, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, liberty, aren't we? Should we have the liberty to breathe? Because without your breath, Father God, we just go back to the dust. Without your spirit, even as Jesus breathed on the disciples and said, Receive you the Holy Ghost. 
to signify who he really is. He was, was with you from maternity past, Father God. He didn't just show up on Christmas morning, you know, in a, in a nice little thing in the manger, Father God. No, he is Emmanuel. He is the eternal Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So thank you, Jesus, for coming in the flesh. You know what it's like. You're tempted in every way such as we are, yet without sin, because you came to show us the way that it could be done. How did you do it? Because you divested yourself of your divinity when you came to earth, what it says in Philippians chapter 2, I think it is. Hey, you did that. So that you, you did it by the power of the Holy Ghost so that all the rest of us as members of the body of Christ as we receive your spirit, drink into one spirit with you, Lord, that we do it by the power of the Spirit. Because apart from you, we can't do anything. We can't pass gas. We can't drool apart from you. So we ask for your divine help and intervention, Father God. And you said, if two of you on earth agree to touch anything else, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. And you said in your word, Lord, in uh, Psalm 10, Break thou the arm of the wicked and evil man. Those people want to impose tyranny in this nation, Father God. Not to mention the United States, every nation for that matter. Seek out their wickedness till they'll find none. The Lord, Yahweh, the Lord King, Jesus, the Lord is King forever and ever. The heathen are perished out of his land, it says in Psalm 10, verse 16. It's his land, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of Psalm 24, 1. And we thank you for doing so, Father God. Not just for those coming against Mr. Vance's proposal, Father God. And Father, we do pray for those who despitefully use us. Some of those people, they might be just blackmailed. Or maybe they're just controlled by mammon. Or maybe they're just, they don't know any better. Or maybe they're people that don't really have a soul anymore. I don't know, Father God. But you know everything. Father, we have, those that are human beings that can repent, those that have any ability to repent, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction according to John 16, 7 to 11. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, including the children of the believers, Father God. Grant them the gifts of repentance, the acknowledging the truth that they'll recover themselves from the snare of the devil. Those that can recover themselves from the snare of the devil. Because we cast our cares on you because we can't save our children. We can't save anyone, Father God. Jesus is the Savior. And we ask for adjudication concerning this business with the Liberty Safe thing. It sounds like they just did a boo-boo, just like Bud Light. Sounds like just like uh, what was that that other store? They 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 showed their hands abundantly and clearly, Father God. Really, 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 really clearly. What do you do with those people? It says in Psalm 11, verse 6: Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, as a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup, Father God. You said the wicked are going to drink the the dregs, the dregs of the cup, Jesus. You took our cup of cursing when you hung on that tree in our place. Because it's written, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. So it's written, curses is everyone that hangs on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And Melchizedek brought forth bread and wine. And Jesus, you are our high priest after the order of Moses. And what do you do? You bring forth bread and wine. You said, we're supposed to receive your covenant. We're supposed to receive your body and your blood. We're supposed to be connected to you. You're the vine, we're the branches. Because we're connected to you, Lord, we thank you for your blood of sprinkling that speak as better things than that of Abel. We plead that blood over each one of us and every member of the body of Christ, all that's coming into the body of Christ, all the descendants, every believer, every believer not just Pat Holiday's family members and descendants, all the family members and descendants of every believer, Father God, and all those that can stand for the truth. 
<clears throat> even those people in the U.S. Senate had a gumption like Vance and the fellow from Kentucky, what's his name? The, the occasionally speaking the truth. I don't know how much they're controlled. But, Father, we think that they're making it abundantly clear that this is not just uh, a health decision that's given to people making decisions, Father God. But these are decisions made by what? Uh, people like people like Nazis, people that want to control people from above. They don't want to have it the rule of the people, one nation, the people, one nation under God, the people under God, and then the, the political uh, people that are supposedly voted in are supposed to be servants of the people. Those people in Washington, D.C., they seem to have fought, completely lost touch with the reality of the U.S. Constitution because we haven't been under the U.S. Constitution. But Trump said we're supposed to be back under it, according to what Pat Holiday said. So, Father God, we ask you to hasten your word to perform it. Even Sabrina reminded us from Jeremiah 1.12, and we thank you for doing so. Every witchcraft curse coming against all of us from all sources, including all those people from the medical tyranny cult trying to bring in mask mandates and, and new jabs and all the rest of that nonsense and perversion. Father God, we ask for your divine intervention and adjudication on each and every one of them, including all those people trying to control the narrative from that news source that Sabrina spent so long going through, what was it called again, a news guard. <laughs> Yeah, they, they want to guard against people actually finding out the truth. They're doing a really good job of serving the devil. So, Father, we bind every one of those demonic spirits and all those people in all high positions of authority. Because you said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to pulling down the strongholds, casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. There are a lot of people exalting themselves against the knowledge of God. They think <clears throat> they're little gods, Father God. Well, you know how to deal with the little gods. You've dealt with them before. You've dealt with them abundantly and, and very powerfully, Father God, with the people of Israel, Father God, because you love the people. You, you, you love the Egyptian people, too. You love every human being. You are no respect of persons. But why do the Egyptians have to suffer? Because their king thought he was a little god. And who was it, Herod? And the people said, oh, you're, you're giving, it's not the speech of a man. It's the speech of, of, of a god. And what happened? Uh, the angels ate him up, or not angels, the, the worms ate him up and he died because he did not, did not give God the glory. There's people that are refusing to give the creator God the glory, like this Noel Harari who thinks he knows more through AI or something than the creator God. He, he sounds more like he might be a manifestation of the actual Antichrist, but maybe not, I don't know. But Father God, there are a lot of people calling him a prophet, and Obama thinks he's, he's the wonderful thing. So Father God, we thank you, Father God, for exposing everything that's going on. That those things that are whispered in secret to be shouted from the housetops. And you told us not to be concerned about it, not to be anxious about it, because you said we don't have to be fearful. And we thank you for exposing all that they're doing. That, as you pointed out in Daniel, pointed out in, in um, kind of about that in Matthew, where is that, Matthew 10, 26? I'm sorry, I don't have it memorized. And my hand's turning. Thank you, Lord, for your word that's forever settled in heaven. Matthew 10, 26, Jesus speaking, red letters. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. We thank you for Pastor Sabrina going to the due diligence of exposing these things. And the people in the, in the Senate, <clears throat> like Vance, exposing their agenda, Father God. And the people that have uncovered what this, this news group is doing. And the people that have that even exposed their own hands, Father God. And the people that say, who, who, bought, who bought out this Liberty State Company? Oh, he supported Obama. What's Obama's agenda? Isn't that? And he wanted to pretend to be the Messiah, didn't he? He came into Jerusalem riding on a donkey. He wanted people to think he was some kind of Messiah. Father, there's only one Messiah, only one true creator God. 
And we thank you, Jesus. You are the Holy One and the Just. Your name is Holy, Holy, Holy. And Father God, you are Holy, Holy, Holy. Jesus said only God is good. He pleaded the blood of Jesus over each one of us. All these witchcraft, witchcraft curses are eternally sevenfold. Only has the spirits of sin. Do the spirits of intent do dust. Rend unto our neighbors sevenfold in his ever and ever approach. Wherever they ever approach thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant. In Jesus' name. And we thank you for exposing everything the enemy is doing. And we thank you for, for hastening your word to perform it. In Jesus' name. You said out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Whereas at the beginning of, uh, I think it's the last chapter of Second. Uh, Corinthians, Father God, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. It's in Deuteronomy as well. And we thank you, Father, you said in your word to confirm Matthew, excuse, to confirm Psalm 79, 12. You said in Proverbs 6, 30, men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He should give all the substance of his house. Father God, for all these people, that are made of financial killing. Unfortunately, that's a terrible word to use, but it really is true. Through the COVID pandemic, Father God, through the pharmaceutical industry, we ask for adjudication. And all these people trying to play it again, Sam Plant, trying to do it again. We ask for adjudication, Father God. We ask you to send your obedient angels to fight for each one of us, and all those standing for the truth, all those small mom-and-pop groups that are trying to stand up for the truth, those people that are standing for the truth, all the whistleblowers that have come forth, even the FBI whistleblowers that doesn't want to go along the up with the upper upper echelon, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for all those that have been willing to stand up for the truth, like Jeffrey Prather and all these people, like uh, the different medical doctors that aren't going to go along with it, Father God. And we thank you for that. And we ask you for your divine help and intervention for each one. And we seek blindness to the enemy, mutinous to the enemy, and they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to all of the servants of the living God. And we thank you for hiding us under the blood of Jesus, continually, instantly, and immediately. In Jesus' name. One thing have I desired of the Lord, it says in Psalm 27, 4, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his, tab- his temple. We're supposed to be his temple, aren't we? From the time of trouble, he shall hide me in this pavilion, and the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now, right now, your very present help, Lord, and now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his, tabern- in his ta- tabernacle sacrifices of joy. It's a sacrifice sometimes. A sacrifice of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. And <clears throat> we thank you, Lord, you inhabit the praises of your people. And we thank you for the song of Moses. And uh, is the people of Israel saying when they were, uh, after they went through the Red Sea, Father God, in uh, Exodus 15, and it's repeated in part, very small part, but in, repeated in part in Revelation 15. Where is that? Starting around verse uh, 3 or 4. Greater marvels are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. He's the King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee. For thy judgments are made manifest. We thank you for making your, your judgments manifest, Lord, in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory for doing so, Lord, in Jesus' name. Just like it says in Revelation 15, 14, in Jesus' name. So we take the battle to the gate. <clears throat> Jesus, you're the authority. You're the only authority, the ultimate authority, in Jesus' name. And that's your name is you're the door, you said. You're the gate. 
and you're the only, do only door to heaven. There's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. So we take the battle to the gate. To, we don't want to exalt our own gate. We don't be like, oh, I'm the archbishop of so-and-so. That doesn't hold any weight with Satan. Who's got all power and authority? Jesus does. Thought about that, but I get that. That's what it says in Matthew 28, 18. He has all power in heaven and earth. At his name, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father in Jesus' name. Help me to find what I'm looking for, Father, and keep praying and not get distracted. Help me, Father, can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory for what you done, are doing going to do. You said in Isaiah 28, is that where it is? 28, 6. And for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, and for strength that to them that turn the battle to the gate. Jesus is the gate. And we thank you that you are the only way to heaven, Lord Jesus. You're the authority, the ultimate and only authority. And Jesus, you spoke in your word way back in Genesis 22. You spoke to Father Abraham, who was a prophet. God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. Jesus hung on that tree. He took the wrath of God in our place. And a couple of verses later, Genesis 22:17, the Lord speaking said, to Abraham, that in blessing I will bless thee, and multiply, and I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven, as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. It's time, Father, for your seed, because we're born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, who liveth and abideth forever, in Jesus' name. And I think you point that out over in, kind of about that, about to get that, I don't know if I'm, I know you're hearing me, Father. And Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Ask and you shall receive. And if anybody else is hearing me, and I think Venti is already in agreement with me, Father God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for, for inspiring me to pray the way you want. And you said in Galatians chapter 3, where is that, Lord? Galatians chapter 3. Got to go back. Galatians. Galatians. was before Ephesians. There we go. Galatians 3, 16. It says, and now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not unto seeds as of many, but as of one unto thy seed, which is Christ, which is Messiah, the anointed one. And the last verse of Galatians chapter 3. And if you be Christ, if we're purchased by Jesus' blood, if you be Christ, then you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. We are heirs, joint heirs with Christ according to the promise. And your promises, Lord, are, we heard tonight, are always, yes, the name man in Christ Jesus. You're not a man that you should lie. No, the son of man that you should repent. Have you said it? Will you not do it? And we thank you for hasting your word to perform it. And your word runneth very swiftly, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory. Even as Pastor Sabrina admonished us to make sure we have this highlighted in our Bible. I think I did this some time ago. That by two immutable things, it says in Hebrews 6, 18, in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. What's that hope? The little red cup of the blood of the living creator God. Which hope we have is an anchor of the soul, but sure and steadfast, which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered. Even Jesus made a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. You're our high priest, Jesus. We thank you for interceding for each of us. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for groaning through us as we allow you to as we allowed you to during this last 14 days, and reminded me to do that more recently. I thank you, Holy Ghost, for reminding me, because you keep saying, you know, that's how you, I teach you things, because I'm showing you things to come, but you've got to let me teach you. You've got to let me spray through you, because faith comes by hearing. Yeah, we hear the written words of the King James, 
that's really good. But we can also hear the Holy Ghost praying through us. We may not understand it in our intellect, but our spirit man is enjoying it a lot. So we thank you, Father God, inspiring each of us to allow the Holy Ghost to pray and groan through us whenever we want. Some of the ladies might be curling their hair or doing their fixing their stuff or whatever, making themselves look pretty, Father God, and they can groan. My wife says, Mar- Mar- why are you groaning, Marshall? <laughs> Thank you. 